Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Take your seat for a few minutes. I want to unveil. We are in the season of the Holy Spirit. When he came in Acts chapter 2, the tongues of fire rested on the men. And I tell you, all the gifts of the Spirit that day were available. All the gifts of the Spirit. The nine gifts of the Spirit. The three categories. The gifts of utterance. Gifts of power. And the gifts of revelation. They are all available. And we are still in that season. And we want to pray because the one that executes the actual deliverance is the Holy Spirit. If you are not in touch with the Holy Spirit, there is nothing you can be in a place and you can be praying. But the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is the yoke breaker. Somebody say hallelujah. If there is oppression, and I'm talking about the crushing the head of the oppressor, can you just turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor? Ah, I think you're, say, neighbor. You don't have a neighbor, you better look behind. <laughs> say, neighbor. Oppression is broken by the power of the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I want you to know is that the strategy of the enemy is to cage. There are people who are supposed to be vessels the enemy turns them into victims. And they will be running all over the place and they will be affected. That oppression begins to affect your body. It begins to affect your soul. It begins to, to, to affect your spirit. And the aim of the enemy to bring oppression, as you'll be seeing later on in the scriptures, is to shut down completely a destiny. That's the aim. And the aim of Jesus is to come and rescue the person from the oppression. Somebody say amen. amen. That's, that's just the truth. And oppression can organize somebody to be operating in a way that every time they appear before God, every time they see things that are troubling them, they think that's the only life that they should live. So begins to affect you physically, begins to affect you psychologically, mentally, financially. And in many ways, it removes the individual from accessing the benefits of the cross. When Jesus died, Jesus wrote a check and that check is sealed by the blood. The blood of Jesus brought reconciliation. You can now withdraw that check. When Jesus died and rose again, God now opened an account for you. And that account is in the heavenly places. And that account is meant that there is nothing, and that's why we are seated with him, where? In the heavenly places. Somebody say amen. amen. And there are scriptures, you can be showing them, I don't have time. But that Ephesians chapter 2 describes the position where you are. And Jesus' work on the cross was not in vain. Because only those that have not believed in him will begin to see that the things that they are praying for, maybe the, these things don't work for me. But the secret is in the understanding the work that Jesus has done on the cross. Somebody say amen. So when you understand, you now learn how to withdraw. There's a withdrawal. You withdraw forgiveness. 
So Jesus as high priest, he begins to effect that. All the things he did on the cross, they apply to you. You are a child of God. And any child of God can access them. It's not for pastors. It's not for anyone else that is working in the church. Any child of God, once you have a revelation of what it means to access the realm of the spirit, once you believe that there is no any other blood that speaks better things for you, you are able to access. That's how we deal with oppression. And when the oppressor comes against you, you become a burden bearer. I have met people that the enemy has made to bear the burden they should not bear. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are what? Are weary. And what will he do? And I'll give you rest. But when the oppressor comes, he said, no, you don't deserve rest. You now become a burden bearer. And one of the things with the enemy is that he does not only want you to carry burdens, he also wants you to become a burden to others. Let me show it to you in Mark chapter 2. There's a man there, Mark chapter 2, I think from verse 3. The Bible says that four men brought a man. He was paralyzed. And they brought him, and the next verse, and they couldn't get into the place where Jesus was. But they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, and after digging through, they lowered the mat. And then the paralyzed man was, was lying down. And when Jesus saw their faith, mark that. He said to the paralytic, son, your sins are forgiven. But the point I want to pick for you there is that this man became, carried this man into the place. And the man that should have walked by himself there, he couldn't do it. The man had a burden, but also he became a burden to the four men. You shall not become a burden in the name of Jesus. And so what do we do? Because I want us to spend more time in prayer. There are certain things the Lord revealed to us here. Whenever you learn, whenever you see you are under oppression, it's time for deliverance. It's time for, to enter into the realm of warfare. It's time to detach yourself and your destiny from those cobwebs. They are satanic cobwebs. There are satanic alignments in this world where we are living in. And the enemy has assigned them to creation. That's why we need to be praying. The enemy has assigned these particular things to families. He operates in a very subtle way. That's why many people don't understand the things of spiritual warfare. Because he, he operates in a way that by the time he finishes with a family, by the time he finishes with an individual, that individual will become a burden. You are already bearing a burden, but now you also become a burden to others. And that's what we want to deal with this afternoon. Somebody say amen. amen. A man came here and, and, and he had been in a place. And some of you who have visited shrines and wicked places, and of course some churches are actually shrines. May the Lord reveal to you. Which church you enter. This man came. And when he came in, he began to narrate for me a story. As he entered that place, he noticed that, you know, the enemy likes dirty things. Everywhere was dirty. Anyway, he went there. Be careful. God will provide for you. But don't go about, I'm looking for good business deals. 
good business connections. Another man said, okay, let's go and they get you to where you get good business deals. And what, guess the deal he had, they offered him and they ushered him into a room and there were dirty things, dirty linen, dirty, you know, mattress, everything was dirty, whole room smelling. And some wind came over him. And by the time he realized, the man was on the floor and he spent that place three days, three particular days, day and nights, is in that place. Three days. What was happening in that particular season or days is that some spirits came to him and they showed up in form of women and, 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 and they asked him, say, hey, why have you invited us? He said, I didn't invite you. I'm a child of God. He says that as he was about to pronounce the name of Jesus, something get, got stuck in his mouth. One of the things is that when you enter a place, certain places, that's why you shouldn't be there, there's a kind of barricade that blinds men from accessing, the, because you are a child of God consecrated. Of course, in some cases, God have mess upon us. The Lord himself can remove you from that place. But anyway, long story short, there were sexual you know, uh, encounters he had with those, those particular women in the, in the dream or whatever you want to call it, three days is in that place, as they were doing rituals to him, as they were trying to connect him to, to things that are weird, as he was having that particular, you know, connection with those particular spirits. The masses of God, he woke up and he arose from that place, was so downtrodden, he found himself here and he traveled, he came, he ran away from that place. And as we were praying for this man, the Lord said, 21 spirits, and we began to now cast, we began to command those particular things and counting one, two, three, four, up to 21. And the man, because in those particular experiences, they fed him things. They gave him a lot of drinks. And don't take these dreams of feeding in the dreams, don't take it lightly. Praise the Lord. Because there are things, that's why I'm saying, not everyone can understand. Some people get surprised. What is that? Ah, it was just, uh, I was just, maybe because I like Jewish. No, sir. Oh, uh, you know, I had genards, you know. Um, maybe because I like them. No, it's not because you like them. Find out what's the source. And as we were praying, he was vomiting those things out. And the power that God has can deal with things and that have been planted by the oppressor and it does not matter how many times you have been in that place. It does not matter who did it. The power of God removed him from that demonic cobweb. Every demonic cobweb that is over your head is destroyed. In the name of Jesus. And oppression operates if you open your door. The door is your heart. Once you open that door, the enemy has access. Even according to, even to children, we are praying somewhere. I think it was in Kamucha. And we are laying hands on people, others, and so on and so forth. And there was one baby. The baby was brought. We began to pray for the baby. Once we began to pray for the baby, the baby began to jump. I've never seen this. The baby began to roll this way and that way. 
they, they had put certain things around his neck and be careful Every time you have a baby or you have gone to a home and you see things, you don't need any protection from anyone. Your protection is from the Lord. Your protection from the Lord. Why am I saying this? Because the oppressor has have to have access to those particular things for him to be able to operate. And that's why Jesus never sent anyone without a deliverance mandate. That's why we're emphasizing it. Because whenever he sent out people to go and preach the kingdom, check your Bible very well, he now added there that they were to set men free. They were to set captives free. Turn to your neighbor and say, if you are a captive of anything, this is the afternoon to connect. In the name of Jesus. So what deliverance that is, does is to dismantle those evil platforms that were prepared for you, to deal with you. Anyway, the man, you know, left that place and he was calm now. You can feel lighter. Anytime God intervenes in your life, you will feel lighter. Somebody say hallelujah. We are praying for a particular lady. And she said each time she closes her eyes to sleep, each time she now goes to bed, some strange wind again blows over her. And when that strange, the next thing she is, she sees, is she has had encounters with a man. And after that, there are strange marks on the body. She showed us the strange marks. And those strange marks, there are many people who are going through challenges in the night when they are asleep. And their conclusion in the morning is that, oh, it was just a dream. It was just, it was just a dream. Oh, no. Then they try to forget it. Don't try to forget it. You need help. Somebody say amen. You need help. Where is the help? The Bible says that Jesus, for this reason, the Son of Man was made manifest. Somebody say manifest. The Son of Man was made manifest to destroy the works of the evil one. I told somebody, I said, when God created you, he didn't add cancer to your body. When God created you, he didn't add migraine headache. When God created you, he did not add eye inflammation. He didn't. As far as Jesus is concerned, these are to be cast out. Because they are all tenants in your body. You are the landlord. Somebody say amen. amen. Lift up your hand and say, I'm the landlord. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Say, whatever sickness the oppressor has put inside my body is the tenant. I am the landlord. And turn to your name and say, there is no tenant's agreement with sickness. It's not there. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And that's what we're going to do in this particular prayer that is coming. Because why crush the head of the oppressor? Is because the oppressor will prevent you from serving the Lord. So he must let go. He must let go. I went to the clinic. I'm supposed to be preaching, uh, you know, sometime back. And I had an oppression of my throat. I said, Lord... This throat is supposed to be declaring there is no single day 
that I can be in a place I don't, I don't talk. My job is to talk on Zoom, wherever. If I'm at home, my job is to preach. I say, Lord, what is going on? So I was all over in the clinics looking for a solution. Until the Lord said, this is the enemy's oppression. I have given you authority to cast out, to speak to the oppression and to lift. I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over the pain, over, let them align to your will. The next morning I wake up and there's not, until today, I was looking for my AR card the other day. So where is my AR, where did it go? Somebody shout hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every oppression that prevents me from serving you, let it go. In the name of Jesus, say pain and suffering must let go in the name of Jesus. Bondage and limitations must let go in the name of Jesus. Say failures and disappointments must let go in the name of Jesus. Say demonic oppressions in the night must go in the name of Jesus. Say fruitlessness in the night, laboring in the vein must let go in the name of Jesus. Unfulfilled promises must let go in the name of Jesus. Consistent weeping must let go in the name of Jesus. The Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes when? In the morning. So what is it that the night is doing there? If it's still a season of the night, what is it doing? Why can't morning come up? Lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, my morning, let it come forth in the name of Jesus. Say slavery must go in the name of Jesus. Addictions must let go in the name of Jesus. But you see, oppression will not just go. It will not just go willingly. Because it's a spirit like that of Pharaoh. Pharaoh, you know, for example, it took 10 mighty acts of God in the land of Egypt for Pharaoh to let go. In case you don't know, Pharaoh stands for the destroyer, the caterer. Pharaoh is the power that cuts you spiritually, financially. It's the power that cuts you in every other area, psychologically. The children of Israel were tormented. Pharaoh is that power that destroys good things at their infancy. Pharaoh issued a decree and said, every male child must be killed. Pharaoh is that power that is behind the hardened enemies. But every Pharaoh has a Red Sea where he fails. Yeah. Your own Red Sea is going to overcome in the name of Jesus. Pharaoh is the power that challenges people by magic, witchcraft, sorcery, divination. That's Pharaoh. Pharaoh, and that's what he did to Moses. When Moses appeared, he said, ah, okay, you have done this. He called the magicians. Every time you are in a workplace, you are in a place, you are in your family or wherever God has positioned you, you need to look out the thing, the spirit that is in control in that place and where its power is coming from. I don't think you heard me. What is the spirit behind the action that I'm seeing and where is its source? If you don't destroy the source, it will keep repeating itself. It will keep repeating itself. I think it was Ronnie who was talking about a, a man that, you know, would greet him every time he comes to work and he say, how are you, sir? 
And when he greeted him, the hand began to, you know, it was painful. And he went on for three days, seven days prayer and fasting. He came back and he, the Lord told him that there is a, some kind of, you know, a band that he puts on his wrist, on the, on the arm. And that band is responsible. And so when he came, he just came and said, I destabilize the power of this in the name of Jesus. And that was the last time. That oppression came to an end. Lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, any power that denies the children of God their rightful benefits of the cross and makes them subjects to bondage, let it be broken in the name of Jesus. Finally, before we begin to pray, the Lord said there is somebody here today. You have, made, you have had nightmares. Nightmares in form of skeletons. And those nightmares, when they come, it's time to lose money. It's time to lose things. It's time to lose. There are kinds of things that begin to happen. The Lord is destroying that force in the name of Jesus Christ. Oppression hinders healing and deliverance. Oppression hinders healing and deliverance. Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 48. There's a man there called Bartimaeus. Mark chapter 10. And the Bible says that as he saw Jesus... He was coming and crying out to say, you know, son of David, have mercy. You know the story. And do you know what other people are doing? They said, hey, please be quiet. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. In other words, you don't have to look for deliverance. You, in other words, stay as you are. No, sir. You are not going to remain the same in the name of Jesus. Oppression, the oppressor wants you to accept things as they are. No, sir. It's not going to happen. In John chapter 9, a man was healed there. And the people began to say, how did you even see? Can you imagine? They said, how did you see? How, what happened? Instead of saying, oh my God, this is a breakthrough. He said, what, what happened? Oppression. The oppressor will stop you from getting into prayer. And many times we have believers that are so weak, powerless, too carnal to descend the things of the spirit. In this season of the Holy Spirit, you need to connect and of all forms of all kinds of issues and distractions are going to occur to push you down to a place of weakness. I told you the other day that that thing you feed is the one that is stronger in you. If you feed the body, you're always 365. You know, KFC. Oh my God, I like it. Ah, you know, I eat. I told you the chips I bought, and the chips were like, you know, they were like uh, toothpicks. I say, what is this? Why, why, can't, why can't I go to Kalere, get the, eh, and then make, what is this thing that they look for? And it's a way to make you think you are, you are just a natural person. Don't understand the things of the spirit. Oppressor, the oppressor will keep you in that place in order to just, to just remain as you are. And the aim of the oppressor is to stop you from seeking the face of the Lord. Sometimes there are people who are just surrounding you and all they pump into you is unbelief. Run away from such people. Tell them that, you know what, I want, I want, to, I want to pray. Ah, you know, don't be precise that you are fasting. I agree. But those particular friends are so close to you that they, they, they will never, unless you tell them that this day is my fasting day, please, please don't get close, including your spouse. 
Yeah. When I'm at home on that very day, my children know, everybody knows. I'm not going to come out. The aim of that is that you become stronger and when you are strong in the spirit here, you are much, much better than a man that just walks in the natural. Rise up on your feet. Just lift up your hand and begin to pray. Thanking God for the message. Say, I receive this message. I receive the life that comes out of it. I receive the confidence to come before God. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're standing on holy ground. Just close your eyes. And when he is, is holy. Sing it. This is holy. When the ground is holy, there is fire on that ground. We're standing on holy ground. Hey. Don't miss this opportunity. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Whatever form of oppression, whatever form of power you, you, are, you have, is going to break. We are standing here. We are standing on holy ground. When the ground is holy, there's fire upon that ground. those three things when the ground is holy there is fire on that ground how do I know when God approached Moses said this is holy ground and there was fire in that place set apart place that fire is still here is here now when the ground is holy it also means there are angels all around and the people that execute the job the, those that you know conduct this work of deliverance are the angels they are the ones that carry out the word of God. When a word comes out, and I see all forms of oppression in this place, and I see oppressions, there is someone here with ants, ants and insects all over your body. And it's an indication of poverty and affliction. Because the ground is holy, the Lord is removing those things from your life, my friend. I see, I see a person. Oh, Rapa Korea, Basila, Gabriel, Kamasola, dear. 
Rakota pala Dekre payato sima Repura kamatula bai Zekreba I see someone with a hood over your head A hood that covers yourself It covers your face And there are written words of it There are strange writings And it's a veil that the enemy has put And the aim is to operate For you to operate in darkness The aim is for you to operate without spiritual eyes The mighty man of war is coming against that hood right now In the name of Jesus Let the angels roll out Let the angels plug it off In the name of Jesus I see a lady I see a lady with no hair on your head And that's the dream you keep having No hair on the head That means the glory Your glory has been stolen by the enemy There is a, an attack over your glory I see that particular oppression Father I break any form Of Stolen glory I break any power and take authority right now In the name of Jesus I see another person Fighting an inhuman creature In a dream I see that person Fighting an inhuman creature In a dream Oh my God And as a satanic soldier That has been assigned To contend with your destiny Everybody just put your head Your hand on your head As we pray from here Every form of oppression That is assigned to destroy Your destiny Father We issue a decree Right now Let your angels move And remove Every form Of oppressive powers And confusion From their heads It's happening Let those that have experienced Satanic visitations Tonight This very moment We break the power Of satanic soldiers In your life In the name of Jesus I see flies Flies following a particular individual Flies is actually is an attack by Beelzebub spirit Beelzebub The spirit of I rebuke the spirit of Beelzebub In the name of Jesus Flies and all forms of Insects Flying over their heads Anything that the enemy has unleashed Against their lives The oppression that comes like waves The oppression that is coming like waves Let it be broken By the power Of the Holy Ghost Let that fire rest upon those heads Let that fire rest upon those particular persons Let that fire rest upon those particular people Let that fire come upon them One, two, three, four Let that fire come upon their heads Black off 
every power, every yoke. I see somebody with strange marks. There are strange marks over your body. And the enemy, the oppressor, marked you out for destruction. The Lord is removing those ones now. Father, whatever chain. And you see, when the enemy does something, he puts there like a receipt. Every strange mark over their bodies. Every strange mark over their tummies. Every strange mark over their faces. Every strange mark over your chest. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. We command them to lose you. We break their power. We break their influence. We break every strange mark. We remove them from your destiny. You controlling power and foul spirits that have come against these your children. We rebuke that spirit of Beelzebub in the name of Jesus. There's someone in a long queue and in a long queue you never get to the front all the time. Somebody comes is in front of you you know, receives whatever you are receiving, goes away. Another person comes in a long, in a very long queue, and that's the spirit of demonic delay. Father, by the power of the Holy Ghost, and in the name of Jesus, Son of the Living God, I take authority over every demonic delay right now. Loose demonic delay of marriage. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. The oppression, the oppression of demonic delay concerning marriage. Demonic delay over jobs. There is a person, you have all the qualifications you need. You have all what it takes. But you are in that long queue. Father, every demonic rope that is tied to them to keep there, we cut it off now. In the name of Jesus. Yes, it's happening. Holy ground. Holy ground. Fire. I see a person being licked by dogs. 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 You know, licking your body in your dream. It means... The spirit of lust and the enemy is using your sexual relationship to harass your life and those dogs keep chasing the person one of them can actually you know bite and sometimes when you wake up you actually feel the pain where the dog was biting you Father, by the power of the Holy Ghost and in the name of Jesus, we destroy every power of demonic attacks through sexual approaches, through sex, through talks. In the name of Jesus, we disconnect those particular men we disconnect those particular ladies 
we, we ask the angels to move and remove every attachment. We ask the angels, we activate the ministry of angels to remove every spirit of lust. Yes, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Remove every spirit of lust. Break you evil spirit that has surrounded those children of God. Break the power of lustful thoughts. We bind the flesh from operating in your life. Every evil dog licking your body, die in the name of Jesus. Every evil body, every evil dog licking your body, die in the name of Jesus. Every evil dog licking your body, die in the name of Jesus. Every evil dog licking your body, die in the name of Jesus. Every evil dog licking your body, die in the name of Jesus. I see, I see a person breastfeeding strange children in a dream. And these are people that are here. They are not online. Breastfeeding strange children. And you are not married. But each time you are breastfeeding, you are feeding children. You are feeding, you know, people you don't know. Especially children. The Lord is dealing with that situation right away. And when you finish, you realize that they, they are actually actual pains. Father, we issue a decree from here. Every strange animal sucking the glory, sucking the life of that particular child of God. We command it to die in the name of Jesus. We disorganize their network. We disorganize satanic cobwebs. We throw confusion in the camp of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. And finally, if you notice a strange movement in your body, a kind of movement, there are some of you that say, it begins from here. And what is the it? You don't know how to explain. So no, 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 no. It's here. It means there are powers that are at work against your life. It's a sign to explain to you there are battles ahead. It's a sign of a manifestation that is so strange so as to occupy your life. And as the angels move, those particular movements stop right away. Just close your eyes. Allow that current, allow that current to deal with those satanic beasts, to deal with those satanic infiltrations in your life. Allow that current to burn the veil that the Lord has put, I mean that the enemy has put over your, your face. And that's why you do not have spiritual eyes. 
you cannot see destiny. Your destiny is being destroyed because decision making is hard. Why? Because there are those things that are blocking you from seeing. Father, let all those charms blaze with fire. Let all those charms prepared against their lives blaze with fire. And let that fire of that day of the Holy Ghost begin to fight the oppression that these your children have. If it is sickness, I want you to touch that body. I'm going to pray for that for, for, for the sick right now. I will speak a word from here. As you are coming for the anointing, you'll be healed. It's to confirm. If you have an ailment in your body, just lift up that hand, the right hand, the left hand, and the right hand on that part where it is painful. Father, thank you because it is written. By his stripes, we are all healed. And the healing moment is here. We await for the force, the angels that do surgery. We await for the angels that are specialized in conducting several surgeries, be it back pains. Go in the name of Jesus. Be it migraines. Go in the name of Jesus. Be it throat pains. Loose in the name of Jesus. Beat a neck pain. A strange neck pain. Go in the name of Jesus. Beat a pain in the veins. Go in the name of Jesus. Beat a pain in the hands. A pain in the muscles. A pain in the legs. A pain in the pelvic area. There's a person that has that infirmity. Is a lady. A pain in the pelvic area. A pain in the pelvic area. Father, we ask that the power of God Almighty visits and uproot that pain now. A pain in the eyes. A pain in the ear, inside, and it's the right ear. A pain in the ear, loose in the name of Jesus. And let that same fire that visited Bartimaeus visit the eyes of your children. He is a healer. He is a healer. I am the Lord that healeth thee. I am the Lord your healer. Don't remove the hand. It's the final prayer we are making. I sent my word and healed your disease. 
and his oppression has been broken and every time it happens there is evidence for it Jesus told those lepers he said go and show yourself to the priests go and give a testimony he said go and give the offering Moses commanded as a testimony as a testimony Father, thank you for the testimonies that have come out as a result of your visitation online, as a result of your visitation right here. The head of the oppressor is crushed in your children. You shall be far from oppression. And I declare and seal that word permanently in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you give God a mighty hand clap? <laughs> 